live from Cheetah's Topless Club and brought to you by Eastman Kodak Company. You press the button, we do the rest. I'm Delmon. And I'm Alicious. And this is EQ2 Talk. This is episode number 67, and we are recording on July 27th, 2013. And Allie, why don't we yet still have theme music? Well, I, I was busy ordering a movie in my hotel room labeled In-Room Entertainment on my bill. Hello. <laughs> were, were you watching Saving Ryan's Privates? <laughs> Clear and Pleasant Stranger? <laughs> you sound like you're very familiar. I cannot confirm or deny my expertise in any of these fields. <laughs> but I think before we uh, before we get charged the full 365 for this two-hour feature, Allie, <laughs> I think we have a few emails to go over. We have several, actually. I have the first one here from Antisolum on the Guck server. And Antisolum writes, Hello, both of you. I'm listening a bit to your podcast, and I do enjoy it even if I am one of those French Canadians. Following your last podcast, I got the feeling that I had to share some thoughts. A couple of shows ago, we were complaining about the fact that the game is now too easy, not enough challenge, just becoming a loot pinata. Now we are complaining about the fact that it's too hard, and I do have the feeling we just like to complain. Nothing is ever good enough. And that is, I think, killing the game. I do have the feeling we're looking to get everything without investing any time. And with the mindset, you owe me that just because I'm me. Seriously, I don't see any reason to play a game where I can buy a max level tune just like that, where I can gear up only on SLR, where the meaning of challenge and overcoming that challenge is lost in oblivion. I would cancel my subscription because there's no meaning to play anymore. Might as well play on my console and be the king of my own backyard. Challenge must stay. Honestly, there is nothing hard in EverQuest. I love that cure quest in Cobalt Scar. I actually had to work for it. That was the only quest that made me think a little. I love fighting avatars in some hard mode because they are hard and not everyone can do them. It feels amazing when I can overcome a real challenge and say I was part of doing it. Delmon has expressed a concern that Joe's six-pack will stop playing because it is too hard. What about us, that other fraction of players who are also playing the game and who need a challenge? That feeling of accomplishment to enjoy our game. Should we stop playing because of that 80% of, I don't feel like working on my game, but want to get everything still. Our greatest glory is not in never failing, but in rising up every time we fail. Signed, Antisolum from the Guck server. So, Del, what do you think? Are we just complaining well, certainly, if SOE gave me $100, I would complain that I wanted 520s. <laughs> and I think that is the nature of MMO players in general. 
good, bad, or indifferent. We always want it our way. I think that was a fast food franchise, wasn't it? Was that McDonald's or Burger King? Um, but yeah, I think, you know, sometimes we do look a gift horse in the mouth. Uh, I don't know if I've been saying the game is too easy. Uh, and again, in, in this, in respect of these, uh, these challenge duo zones, whether or not investing time and effort to make content for such a small population base is a wise investment of effort. Well, I, I have felt in the past that it, at times the game is too easy. And I do think that players often are looking to get something easier or not willing to, you know, I, I see a lot of crying about things being too hard. And it seems to come out most often during uh, holiday quests <laughs> or holiday challenges of any kind. You know, uh, this bouncy thing is too hard. I can't do it. Racing or whatever. Certainly they've set the bar when it comes to the holiday live events. Uh, Tinkerfest, which is going on now, or Frostfell, or Brew Day, or any of those. Uh, And certainly I think the Overland Zones are starting to fall into this as well, that anybody and everybody should be able to do them. Uh Whether or not you are in the lowest of low gear, you should be able to complete these. Uh, To the point where even all all the live event stuff is... uh, Level agnostic. It sets the mobs if you have to actually kill something to your level or right. wherever you're doing it is in a overly newbie area like, yeah. you know, Greater Dark or Darklight Woods where uh, even a level one can survive type of thing. So yeah. uh, they've set the bar to that. So at any point when there's any any challenge in those, people are immediately and quick to say – this needs to be made even easier for me. Mm-hmm. Good, bad, or different. I don't know if I've ever had a problem myself completing any of the live event stuff. Uh, maybe the most frustrating would be those Aether races mm-hmm. uh, because I'm not an arcade type person. But I stuck with them. I Some of them, uh, there was one the other day, The uh, I want to say it was Bristlebane. We had to collect the food in Enchanted Land, I, saw, I believe. Mm-hmm. I must have run that a gazillion times, and I mean a gazillion. Yeah. Literally, Allie, literally a gazillion. <laughs> you just wanted to say literally. I did want to say literally. <laughs> and I don't even know how big a gazillion is, but I did it literally. <laughs> uh, I had hundreds of those party poppers at the end because I'm like, well, mm-hmm. at least maybe I can stick those in the brokers and sell them. I had hundreds of those because oh, I just my. couldn't get it. Finally, I, eventually I did, but I had to stick with it. I you know, tried many times, many days, many different times of days to do it. Eventually, I managed to win. Was it frustrating? Yes. Was there tears? Absolutely. Were there literal tears? Yes. I don't know which quest you're talking about. Uh, you had to run around and pick up all the food and stuff in in Enchanted Lands. And this was for? I think Bristlebane. Bristlebane. Day. Yeah. Wow, I don't even remember that. I just okay. did it. Some people so, had very, very, uh, had no effort. Uh, yeah. it, was, it was not difficult for them at all. For others and for me, I, I either had bum luck. Or I'm just not good at it. Uh, but I stuck with it. You know, yeah. I didn't immediately run to the forums and say this is too hard. I didn't immediately open feedback and say this needs to be made easier. I need more time or a faster horse or whatever. I stuck with it. So mm-hmm. I guess I, I'm not patting myself on the back, but 
yeah, I think at times people are asking for things to be made too easy at times. Well, what do you feel? How, how do you feel about this comment that, um, you know, what about us, the per- small percent, whatever percent you want to call it, of players who feel that we need that challenge and they actually enjoy that challenge? You know, uh, much like a lot of things I've said in the past, I think people say that as long as it applies to other people. We want the challenge, right? We want challenge. We want, we want to camp mobs. We don't want drops all the time. But when we do it, we want it. <laughs> I, I don't know what you call that. Is it selfishness? <laughs> Perhaps, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it should be, and I've said this in the past, it should be challenging for everybody else. Well, That's I don't know that. I don't know about that. But I don't know if I agree with that. But I hear where you're coming from. How many people have said, oh, it never drops for me? Well, sure. Everybody that. says that, right? Yeah, you hear that. So, uh, and it must be broken. Well, maybe it's just a random number generator, you know, yeah. burning you. And, and that stuff happens. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I think people, when they say it needs to be made easier, you know, they, or they want challenge rather, they want, it, they want it to be challenging, yes. But when they get it, they don't want to have to spend days, weeks, months doing it. They want yeah. it. Yeah. It should be challenging for everybody else. <laughs> Okay, well, you, I think, have another email for us. I do, and the next email is from Atan, whose name I recognize. Mm. And Atan uh, entitles his email, Challenge Duo Zones. Oh, more about this. Wonderful. (laughs) You have so many fans, Del. It seems to me that lately podcasters, fan site owners, and many of the player community have accused the developers of not playing the game. I see these zones as a direct response to that accusation. SOE took some time to build the most difficult challenges they could, then went in with their own paired combinations and beat the content. The dev team just set a bar. They completed the zone and then said, okay, players, you can do it as well. These encounters don't actually require the best gear to beat, but they did go out of their way to push players into specs and builds to beat the content. For you and Allie to take a serious swing at this content, you both will need to respect and change how you play your characters. For example, you may have to get hated dorns, crit bonuses instead of potency. You may need to completely respec your ass. I, <laughs> I think he means AAs. I, yeah, I think he meant AAs there. My guess is this was on his phone. You may need a complete DPS build of adornments and reforging. You may need to be a Templar with a tank of 75% hate gain, 380 crit bonus, divine aura, and other Templary tanking utility so that you can tank the aqueduct away from the named while Allie helps range DPS it. Allie may have to make adjustments as well. She may need gear with ward procs, and she may need to spec and use life tap poisons. She may need run speed adorns and may need 100% parry from predator AAs, etc., etc., these zones were specifically designed to challenge endgame raiders, and one way to do that was design encounters that pushes the classes off of their preferred rating specs to beat the zone. In the end, I picture Kander sitting at his terminal thinking, Ha! I beat this content. I do play the game. Now, can you players beat it as well? Signed, a tan from the Funrest server. So, Ali, what do you think about a tan telling us we have to basically play our characters differently to beat the challenge duo zones? Uh, I think that's plausible. I think this is a plausible scenario that you have Candor back there in his little cube twirling his mustache, right? And challenging everybody to, you know, min-max and, you know, bring it, 
basically. We've given you the tools to do everything that you need to do to, to beat this, and we've done it, so you can do it too. You just have to figure out how to do that. Mm-hmm. And that's totally plausible. Is that something that Allie is interested in doing? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't think I want to mess around with this AAI thing because I've seen what it does to other people. Once they get all the bugs worked out of that whole thing, um, maybe I'll try it. But, you know, I don't know. Maybe this isn't for me. Maybe it's not for me. Maybe it's for other people. I might be not smart enough. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. I still had fun anyway, even though, you know, I had fun going as, you know, come as you are type of thing, the way we did it, uh, and trying to figure it out. And I kind of had a feeling we weren't going to be able to beat it, but I had fun anyway. And I think that's kind of the point. Right? Absolutely. I agree. Um, and, and looking at what Tan says here, he, he's probably right in that respect that uh, these zones make characters play out of their comfort zone. Yeah. And I will say that I am absolutely not prepared to, do not intend to redesign my character around this one encounter. Mm-hmm. Because I don't have the wherewithal to do that. I don't have mm-hmm. dormants. I don't have the gear. I don't have secondary gear. I just don't have the, the time or the inclination to do all that and go through the many, many iterations of trying to figure out where the happy medium for each one of these is and then be ready for Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday, Fridays uh, in heel spec and heel mode. Yeah, and I do think my point, I, I think, is I think there is a an audience for this. I do think there are players who want this, who will do all of those things and who will relish doing all of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's a good thing and I think it's fine and I think that's great. And so, you know, you know, uh, have at it, go to town. I'm just saying, not for me, not for me. I'm not one of those people. I'm not either. I'm not. And I mean, I would go as I am. I have no problem trying to figure things out as I am. I don't want to spend half my plat respecting and re-adorning and doing all this crap just to try to fight one's own, that to me is not fun. Now, if I were respecting and spending half my plat to raid on a regular basis and stay in that in that spec going forward, I have no problem doing that. And I do that all the time. But I just don't think it would be worth it for me to do all of that just for this one zone or two zones or three zones so um but some people i think would definitely enjoy that i agree but again i just don't see us doing it me neither Alrighty. uh okay so i have the next email and this one is from our friend ukabi who wrote her own name and i voted as ulabi which i think is really cute and her email is entitled a rock and a hard place oh my what food for thought Warning, this may be very disjointed and rambling. I have to say, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing for SOE to make content for the half of 1% of the top players. But I do have a bit of a problem with the entitlement that some of those players seem to think they deserve. That percent of the population seems very vocal. And I sometimes get tired of hearing how much better they are than the rest of us, quote unquote, little people. 
It's on the forums. It's in chat. It seems to be everywhere. If you're a quote-unquote raider, no matter what level, you may not see it. But for me, anyway, I get the second-class citizen vibe a lot. It's even a little evident in the Joe Sixpack player tag. Sorry. I love, love, love your podcast. And while I am sometimes a little dismayed when things stray too far down the road, you balance it out nicely by being avid questers and collectors as well. I realize that play style is a choice, and I choose not to raid for a number of reasons that there's really no reason to get into, or things would be even more disjointed and rambling, and who needs that? It's no fun to be locked out of content, though, so I really appreciate the new advanced solo zones, because now I can at least see some of what I've been missing. Not battle-wise, I know that's different, but I do like seeing what the zones look like. Wouldn't it be wonderful if we could go into all zones as tourists? Don't mind me, Mr. Endgame Mob. I'm just here to take your picture. New topic. I really like the idea of the new reward system. I don't begrudge people the veteran rewards, even though it will be years before I get them, because I do like that players are acknowledged for their longevity. I can also appreciate, though, that new and old and in-between players can gain some goodies just by playing the game. Last topic, I promise. I don't know that I agree that it's all about win-win-win. Sure, it's fun to stomp a mob and take their stuff, but at times I'm just as happy roaming around enjoying the landscape and picking up shinies. Thanks again for the podcast. Keep up the good work and enjoy Fanfare. Signed, Ukabi or Ulubi. <laughs> so, Del, do you have any thoughts about Ukabi's observations on Joe Sixpack or the reward system? Or winning? Yeah. First off, the Joe Sixpack. Um, when I when I use that term, uh, I, I certainly didn't mean it in any form of derogatory sense. And uh, in game, someone asked us the other day, uh, "Who is Joe Sixpack?" And to be honest, I don't know. I don't know who Joe Sixpack is. I don't even know if he really exists. I think I'm Joe Sixpack. Uh, he's he's the average player. He or she is the average player. What is the average player? I don't know, to be honest, but he's not on either ends of the spectrum, right? He's not hardcore raiding eight days a week with, you know, five level one tunes camped across Norath looking for spawns, right? <laughs> but he's also logging in more than once every six months on his free-to-play bronze level accounts. Mm-hmm. So he's somewhere in the, in the middle of those two extremes, I would think. Is he a, is he a crafter? Is he a, a heroic person? Does he do shinies? Uh, does he like to wander around? Does he punch mobs in the face and take their stuff? Or do mobs punch him in the face and take his stuff? I don't know. But he's that he's that conglomerate of everything between those two extremes that I mentioned. Or so, she. Or she, you're right. Uh, so I don't think it's – I'm not putting somebody down saying they're lower than anybody else. They're just not those two extremes. That's all Joe Sixpack is. I really believe Joe Sixpack is us. That's my opinion. I think we might be the average player. So should we all stand up on a hillside and yell, I'm Joe Sixpack? <laughs> that could make a good YouTube video. Uh, and the other thing is about what she mentioned, it's not all about win, win, win. Hmm. I, I, I'm going to disagree with her a little bit. It, it is about win, win, win. And even in her little example, uh, she, she references a win, win, win scenario. Uh, well, in her case, certainly not punching a mob in the face and taking his stuff uh, or her stuff. Uh, but she's wandering around the landscape picking up shinies. Well, that's still a win. 
Mm-hmm. You know, you're doing something that you enjoy. It's progress. It's a step forward. It's more than what you had before you signed in. So that is a win. Uh, yeah. Winning it, is all in your perspective. It's all about your point of view. A, a, absolutely. And, 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 and that's the point, Ali, that, you know, while, yes, uh, the classic statement is always, you know, EQ2 is about punching mobs in the fa- face and taking their stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, there are other aspects of gameplay. Some people log in and decorate houses and do that all day. Yes. Well, that's still a win for them. Right. Would they log in to do that if they couldn't do it? You know, you play to win the game is what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. If you couldn't do what you were enjoying, picking up shinies, house decorating, role playing, punching mobs in the face, then you you wouldn't be having fun and therefore you would be losing. You're you're not succeeding at whatever you set out to do. Uh, Really quick, I did want to ask you about this reward system. Okay. Um, The one reward that's not available by using the little token things that you can earn is the call of veteran. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about that specific item being left off of the list? Indifferent, I guess. I guess I'm indifferent. Well, I was surprised because you have it. Yeah, exactly. I was surprised that it wasn't on there, Mm -hmm. but then not surprised when it wasn't, I guess. And you're right. I, I have it. So it doesn't necessarily affect me. Mm-hmm. Of all the veteran rewards, would I say that that is probably the most powerful? Mm-hmm. The most let's 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 exaggerate. The most OP, right? It is absolutely the one that everybody wants. Absolutely. So, if it was on there, I wouldn't be bothered in the slightest. Because if anything, you know, it helps people get around. It it speeds up SLR as much as I, you know, don't enjoy that aspect of game. Uh, it speeds it up when people can port themselves and don't have to. Oh, yeah. hold on, I'm, I somebody needs to I port think- me. I really feel like this is going to end up on Station Cash at some point because I think it's so obviously missing from the list. And it's old at this point. It's to this point, it's old. Everybody who everybody who's got it already is over it. Mm-hmm. It's become the norm. And if you don't have it, it's kind of annoying to other raiders so you know what make it available on station cash put a price tag on it whatever you think is the value for whatever the number of years in fact we got an extra year you know the people who are actually day one players we got a free year added to our game time from whatever various and sundry expansions bought and pre-orders and yada 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 so I actually got that veteran reward a year before somebody today who would have to earn those years. Uh, yeah, I, I would say old school Delmon would have been all up in arms, stomping his fist and slamming his chair. Uh, I think I'm too old and, frankly, the chair is too heavy to lift. <laughs> um, so I guess it doesn't matter anymore to me. I, I, I guess uh, it's, it sounds silly, right? Things that I thought were important, now that I look back, I'm like, eh, maybe they, they really weren't, right? And that's one of them. Either, you know, put it on the loyal where it's 60 tokens, 70 tokens, that'll take you at least a month or two to earn it, right? Doing those couple of months every day, those those tasks every day. Uh, so make it worth the effort to get it, I guess. Uh, mm-hmm. or, or, you know what, throw it on Station Cash. I Let think they're going to throw They yeah. need to throw it on Station Cash because they didn't put it on the loyalty system i believe out of respect or out of protecting that that reward for whatever reason and now that they you know because basically it's a you know 
it's the thing that everybody wants. So let's say, I don't remember what it was, six years? Sure. Okay, let's say it was six years. You would have to figure out how many daily quests it would take to complete that and sort of figure out some calculation to get to the equivalent. And it wouldn't be the equivalent. So you might as well just sell it. Just sell it in dollars or SOE cash, whatever the heck it's called. And just sell it and make it 20 bucks or make it 30 bucks or whatever. That's the way I see it. You know, that's fine. Yes, there are going to be people who are going to feel uh, yet another slap in the, fla- in the face of players, right? No, another slap in the face of players, right? But okay, you know what? They'll, they'll kick and stomp their feet for a day or two on the forums and then they'll move on to whatever's next that they want to be right. about. Um, so, I, you know... Go ahead, sell it, let people earn it. I, it makes no difference to me. It's it's a nice thing to have. It certainly makes gameplay a lot easier and alleviates a lot of problems at times. Um, so why not let people have it? I think people are have fun with it and are only frustrated when they don't have it. I would have to agree with that. I think the only place you're going to end up with a problem is, uh, is that call, if you earn it, is that a an account-based tag? Uh, that I'm not sure. Well, whatever it is now, you should, if you sell it on Station Cash, it should be account-based if it's account-based for everybody else. But anyway, sure. I digress. So I think you have the next email. All righty. So the next email is from ZugZug. And ZugZug entitles his uh, SOE Live Attendance and Stuff. Well met to you both, Delmon and Allie. It's been a very long time since I've written in, so you'll probably not recognize the name. Dell, I was the lucky winner of the final giveaway cat mount when you sunsetted from EQ Tuesday over to EQ2 Talk. Right off the bat, I want you both to know that I left EQ2 right around the time Rift launched, but I have never lost my aim because of your show. Seriously, I have lived vicariously through you both as you have chronicled and ridiculed your adventures through Norath over the past two years. Thank you for doing the show. I am one fan you can depend on that will always be a listener. Regards, ZugZug. So, Allie, any thoughts about what ZugZug writes to us? I think it's great that somebody who doesn't play EQ2 anymore is listening to the podcast. I think that's awesome. It makes me feel good. And I do recognize the name. Usually I'm not, I'm not too good with names, but th- this one I do remember, I think, because ZugZug was so fun to say. <laughs> well, what's funny is I remember this cat mount giveaway because I was a listener of the EQ Tuesday podcast. And it's just weird. It's just a weird little circumstance we have here. <laughs> uh, absolutely. And, you know, it, it's great that he's still listening, even though he's not playing. And, uh, and, and, I, and I enjoyed how he says we're, we've chronicled and ridiculed at the same yeah. time our adventures. I think that's, that's a pretty good way to put it. Yes, Absolutely. So I have the last email here from Abby. And Abby writes, just before SOE Live, I hope. Hello, Allie and Dell. Really enjoyed podcast number 66, A Rock in a Hard Place. Between you guys and Felden over at EQ2 Wire, you help keep Norath really close when away from the PC. Right to the questions, though. Allie, do you get to go to SOE Live this year? And I assumed, but didn't hear the confirmation, was Dell going. SOE Live is going to be packed with a lot of information about upcoming content. 
Seeing you guys have been around for quite a long time. What was your favorite expansion or content release? Which one gets the gold star for best job? And as a follow-up question, what expansion or content release changed the game for the better? And which one still has you scratching your heads? Truly safe travels this year to SOE Live and from the far-off Freeport server. Signed, Abby. So, Dell, do you have a favorite expansion? Absolutely. Hands down, Desert of Flames. Ah. Don't even have to think about it. And would you explain why? Oh, uh, sure. I, I, of all the expansions, I, I felt that one, I, as a player, affected the world the most. Uh, you could change the um, factions within the city. You had those towers and the banners. When you cleared a tower, it would switch them. You could switch them all. When you completed the Ring of Fate, the city basically got overrun and changed. Uh, I, I thought there was a, a ample amounts of contested content, contested raid content, heroic content, um, huge arcing storylines in that, that the Ring of Fate quest, the Peacock series, uh, the Heritage quest that was over there. Uh, so there was a lot of content that I absolutely enjoyed. Uh, did I necessarily care for the Arabian Nights theme? No, not necessarily. But I thought for once, in the, in the time that I felt the most in, in EverQuest, that I was affecting the world of the North, what I did mattered, and I could change the world. And, and that came through the most. The, the lore was very well done, very rich, and, and intertwined all the quests and all the NPCs, and there was a reason for doing things. I thought it was a, a fantastically done expansion. Very good. Um, I have to say, I'm kind of torn. I have a couple favorite things. Um, I think my number one favorite zone of all time is Poet's Palace. And that seems really weird right now. But if you went back, if you dial back in your memory when it released... Uh, or even like afterwards, it was so much fun. And even now, if you go back at level, or if you level up a tune to that level and you play that content, there's, first of all, there are so many iterations of that zone. But the zone itself, to me, is fun. To me, each level of the zone is a little puzzle. And you have to figure out the little puzzle to get to the next floor. And then that floor is another little puzzle. And et cetera, et cetera. To me, that one's fun. It's gorgeous. I love looking at it. I love the mobs, the models. So to me, that's the most fun zone. And uh, it doesn't hurt that you you have to go in through Shimmering Citadel, which is another beautiful zone. So there's that. And then the other thing that is another favorite is the entire VP, or I guess it's ROK, um, the, the raid progression. I really enjoyed that whole the whole vp you know leviathan veneral sathir all those all of those zones that basically made up the progression towards killing dragons and getting your myth weapon it was clear it was organized it was you know a linear path to success basically i really and you had to do access I actually really like that. I really enjoyed that part of rating content. I miss that. I miss clear progression. Is there one that you uh, still have you scratching your head about, as he says? Oh, scratching my head. Um, I think the, 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 there are a few things that just don't 
fit in necessarily. Like, even though I really enjoyed them, uh, like, say, for example, the turtle dragon. Like, I don't really get how all of that whole thing fits in with everything else necessarily. And it's and it's a little bit off the beaten path. Like nowadays, you'd have to go out of your way to fight the turtle dragon, right? Okay. Yeah. And there are just so many little things to get there in the first place. To get to Cheldrack, that's his name, right? Yes. Yeah. There are all these steps along the way. I guess it's um, it's just a, a hazard of it's the past and there were, you know, things that you had to do in the past that were much harder than they are today. How about you? The content release that has me scratching my head the most still to this day is Station Cash. <laughs> You know, uh, Mm. while I particularly don't care for it, it is here. It's here to stay. It's only going to get bigger. That's not content. Um, to me, it is. (laughs) Okay. I mean, the 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 other thing that I think most affected. I've always said there are three things that have that I would say in all of the history of EverQuest who have had the greatest impact on on the game. Number three is Station Cash. Mm -hmm. Good, bad, or indifferent, I don't know, but I think it's been it it has impacted it. The, The second is Guild Halls. Right? Can you actually imagine or remember life before guild halls? No, 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 no. no. And, and I think the number one is voice. I totally agree with voice. Integrated voice client has just changed everything. Absolutely. Can you remember the days of giving other people your event server and then standing around hoping they could figure it out? How about remember doing a zone with just text? Yeah, exactly. You either had TeamSpeak or Ventrilo. No, 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 no. Some, well, some people, if you did, you mm-hmm. either had one of those two, and it was mm-hmm. never what everybody else had, right? No, no, we didn't have any of that. Okay. Imagine raiding Emerald Halls by text. That's what we did, Del. That's <laughs> what we did. Emerald Halls at the time was hard, and there was no voice. <laughs> it was all chat. Talk about uphill both ways in the snow. Uh, I'm surprised you're still not in there doing that content. <laughs> I I might be. So I think, you know, voice has just really re- revolutionized where you can, from within the game client, click on it, and it works. Now, mm-hmm. granted, there are snafus at times when it doesn't, but it works. It works more often than it doesn't. And, you know, just the ability, when you get in a pug or a bunch of friends or something, and you can all just click on that button, and it, it, you're all just instantly talking, totally makes p- gameplay so much easier. Yeah. Like, like you said, uphill both ways without it. Now now looking back, it seems impossible to do any content without having voice. But I, I really feel like, you know, we just don't know. We just don't remember because we did it. We did it. Mm-hmm. You know, we did all of that content without voice. Uh, but I, I, yes, it was certainly, we couldn't possibly do what we do now. Uh, without voice. I, I'd equate voice, integrated voice, as like man discovering fire. <laughs> I mean, we, we obviously somehow survived w- before that. Yes. But my God, doesn't it taste so much better when it's cooked? <laughs> wow. Fire, Del. Really? Fire good. Well, what's the equivalent of the wheel? Probably the internet. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Wow, that's pretty impressive. Voice is like fire. Okay, that works for me. So I guess that makes uh, five bucks Prometheus. Well, thanks for everybody who wrote in. 
We uh, hope we get more emails from you guys after lovely, wonderful fanfare, which is five days away as of this recording. Are you packed, Del? Well, I'm packing. Remember, Diva Delmon, packing is like a multi-day, multi-week, multi-person event. This, you sound like a girl. Oh, yeah. Diana Ross has nothing on me when it comes to travel. <laughs> oh. I have an entourage just to carry my luggage. An entourage. Really? You, you never know when I'm going to need a three-piece suit. So you're, you're packing a three-piece suit. I'm a, and the tuxedo. Really? You never know when you're going to be at Fanfare and suddenly say, hey. Suit up. Suit up. Suit up. You suit it up. Snow suit up. Flight suit up. Penguin suit it up. So, uh, as you were just alluding to, Ali, uh, SOB Live, or as I've been saying, Fanfare, is just around the corner. And it's time for us to talk about SOE Live because it is almost here. And we've come up with a little, what do you want to call this, Ali? A game. A game. A thing? A, a game. Look, All right. It's a thing. It's a game. It's not a slinky. <laughs> All right. So, what we've, what we've created is a scavenger hunt. Yes. But you're not going to collect things. You're going to take photos because everybody has a smartphone or a digital camera nowadays, or at least we think, uh, of things going on at Fanfare and uh, submit those to us. And we're going to award prizes if you can complete uh, the EQ2 Talk uh, photo scavenger hunt at SOE Live. So we've been working on uh, the list of things that we need photographed, and I think Allie, we should uh, we should go over those a little bit right now. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. So the first item that you would have to submit would be a photo of you with Linda Carlson, who we all know as Brass. You get ten points for that, and isn't there an option for bonus points? You can get bonus points on this uh, this task. You can get 25 bonus points if she's actually in her brass costume with you when you take the photo. Well, technically, it's 25 points total. It's not oh. 25 bonus points. Oh, it's not. So right. It's, not a, it's either 10 or it's 25. Right. Right. Not in addition. Okay. So just to make that clear. <laughs> so the, the next item that we want you to photograph is a picture of you with uh, Holly Windstalker. And what do they get for that? Did I just realize on our sheet here we put Holly Windstalker, who is a character in game? Don't we mean Holly Longdale, who goes by the handle Windstalker? Oh, my goodness. Wow, we really uh, should proofread these notes, huh? Are you correcting me? Uh, no, forgot. I'm not. I, Certainly not, Allie. Uh, no, no, no. I'm not correcting you at all. And you're going to get 10 points if you take that photo with you. <laughs> no, you know what? <laughs> Holly Windstalker, Longdale. Yes, very important. Not just Holly Windstalker. <laughs> That would be funny, though. That if would be Holly funny. Windstalker was actually at Fanfare. There'd be a what bunch of think- bears following her around <laughs> that you couldn't attack, right? What, would, what if what if Don't touch the bears. Don't photograph the bears. What if Holly Windstalker actually came to the pool party? What do you think Holly Windstalker would wear? And how many people would run away? Well, well, well she is a ghost. Uh, what so- if ghosts wear to the pool party? I don't know. Uh is it ghostly swim trunks? <laughs> swim trunks? Girls don't wear swim trunks. Okay, a uh, bikini. Is there a ghost bikini? <laughs> ghost bikini. I like it. Hollywood stalker in the ghost bikini. Alrighty. Okay, the next uh, item on the scavenger hunt is 
you have to buy Allie and Delmon a cocktail of their choosing for 20 points. Is that and cool? I did say and, Allie and Delmon, not one or the other, both of us. Well, there was a lot of debate. We were originally going to make this an or. Yes. Uh, but then uh, I felt that everybody would be buying Allie drinks and I'd be getting nothing. You're editorializing a little bit, but that's okay. <laughs> it's my podcast. And I'll cry if I want to. Uh, so the next thing on the uh, list is a picture of you with President John Smedley. Uh, and a picture of you with him is worth 10 points. The next item on the scavenger hunt list is to attend the podcast panel. And I presume you would need to photograph this event in some manner and prove it. And as of this recording... The podcast panel is being held on Friday, August 2nd at 3 p.m. in Sunset 2. But that could change at any moment. So you need to check the schedule. And that's worth 20 points. However, it's worth 30 points if you ask a question. And it's worth 50 points if you bring a white tiger or a showgirl. (laughs) That would be epic. If somebody actually brings a white tiger to the podcast panel. That, well, that. what if somebody's acting a showgirl? Then they get the points too. Okay, now, there you go. If they're a showgirl and they come in while riding a white tiger, <laughs> and they, then they, they ask, and then then they ask a question, then they just win. Absolutely, automatic they, win. Points automatic. all around. <laughs> Ten million points. All right. Next up is a, a photograph of you with any EverQuest two developer, and that's worth ten points. It can be any one of them. While you're talking there, asking a question, maybe you're stuffing your manifesto in their face. That, <laughs> that would be awesome as well. But yes, just you with a photo, uh, a photo with an EQ2 dev. I, I think that'll be easy enough to get because um, there are developers there, you know, the whole time. They're roaming the halls and they're eager to talk to players. So that should be easy. The next thing on the list is a picture of your hotel room view, whatever that view might be. And that's worth a whole 10 points. It doesn't seem, Allie, every time you go on vacation and you're in a hotel like this, especially a large one, you open the window and you take a picture out the window. I I do that. We all do, I think. Uh, (laughs) Usually mine ends up being like the air conditioning system or like the back of a garage to another hotel or something. I never get a nice view. Oh, parking lot view. You pull the you pull the curtain back. It's just bricks. Not even the good side of the parking lot. No, like the, right. the ugly side of the parking lot with like the dumpsters and whatnot. Where all the abandoned cars go, the not ab- the limousines. <laughs> the abandoned cars. Okay, what's next on the list here? Uh, a picture of the wedding chapel at Planet Hollywood. Uh, and that's worth 10 points. Now, did they have to be using the chapel or just a picture of it? Uh, I think they need to be, we need some evidence that they were there. Okay. So, you know, you need to be in the picture or, you know, it could be your face or whatever. It just needs to be, you know, it can't be like a screen grab off of the website, basically. But they don't have to actually go through a wedding chapel. Oh, they don't have to get married. They don't have to get married. You're not required to get married. (laughs) To participate in the scavenger. Though I will say, though, come on, if you wake up in the uh, the Vegas County Jail oh. and you do have a new wedding band on, <laughs> and, uh, and you reach into your pocket and there is a wedding certificate, that's bonus. That's got we'll, we'll come up with some bonus points for that. 
a but wedding it, certificate? Yeah, you'd have, well, and yes, yes. What's a wedding certificate? Uh, that you've been married. Congratulations, you got married at the Planet Hollywood, and it's signed by Elvis. <laughs> and a showgirl, as witness. You made me snort. <laughs> the next item on the scavenger hunt is a picture of anything. This is a really vague one here. A picture of anything quintessentially Elvis or Sinatra. For 20 points. And by the way, creativity counts. I, I've got this all staked out for myself, Allie. <laughs> you can't participate, though. When me and the flying Elvises at 10,000 jump out, that's going to be my quintessential Elvis moment. Well, what would you do for Sinatra? The flying Sinatras will come in from the other side at the that's same time. That's totally not Sinatra. <laughs> the flying Sinatras. <laughs> what? Elvises, light your fire. All right, and finally, the, the final picture that you need to take, uh, and this is the 10th the and final picture, which I think is the most exciting one and is going to be the coolest if people can pull this one off. It's a picture of you photobombing somebody else's photo. I think that is absolutely, hands down, the best one. And that's why it's worth how many points? Down? That's worth a whopping 50 points. You could almost win the whole contest just by pulling that off almost. Yes, yes. So you, you see some guild over there, you know, maybe after the banquet, they're all setting up, they're taking a photo, and you run over and you jump in front of it. Yes. Uh, <laughs> you know, you see somebody up on stage, you know, maybe Smoke Jumpers doing the keynote, and you really <laughs> want to go for super bonus points. Oh my. Run up on stage with him, give a thumbs up. And get photobombed. Yes, that would be awesome. Now, uh, we will not be covering EQ2 Talk is not responsible uh, for the arrest or uh, other things that may come uh, that may be involved from doing this, but it's up to you. We're not going to pay your medical bills if that guild beats the tar out of you right then and there. Yes, and we're not bailing you out of jail. Right. Although if you call and say, I got this wedding bid and a wedding certificate and I'm in jail. <laughs> we'll give you points. Well, we might come over to see it. <laughs> but that's it. So that's Just it. points. You get points. So uh, while you're at Fanfare uh, and you have an opportunity, take some of these photos, get in them, uh, meet some people, get these photos, uh, and then you can send them all to us at contests, C-O-N-T-E-S-T-S, S. thank you, at eqtalk.com, and uh, we'll put them all together. We'll calculate the points and figure out who is the grand winner of the EQ2Talk Photo Scavenger Hunt Contest. And we'll put this list on uh, the show notes, so yes. you don't have to write all this down. You can just download it. Right. It'll all be up there on our webpage at uh, eq2talk.com, and you'll be able to click a link and have it all there on one sheet of paper for you that you can uh, print out and carry with you and check off as you go along. Uh, we also have a special home edition of this contest as well. You're going to do the same exact thing. Uh, with total creativity. I don't know how you're going to pull it off, but if you're at home and you want to play along as well, go right ahead. We look forward to seeing what you guys can come up with. Uh, and I, we will reward creativity on the home edition. Absolutely. Maybe you've got a, a life-size cutout of Linda Carlson in her brass costume in your, in your home <laughs> office, and you take a photo with that. That might work. That would be a little creepy. It might be, but we're not. We'll award creepiness. We, we, award we will. Creepiness is rewarded. <laughs> so, yes, uh, I'm, I'm going to be doing this as well, uh, participating as well. Uh, I, I'm, I, I don't know what I'm going to photobomb yet, but I will do. You know me, Allie. I will photobomb something. But you realize you can't win, Jack. Um, uh, really? Uh, employees in their immediate family are not eligible? No, not eligible. 
Okay, so you can at least participate and have some fun with it. You can participate all you want, especially in the drinking part. Yes. The cocktail. I'm looking forward to the cocktail. I'm looking forward to many cocktails because I'm, I'm assuming like thousands of people are going to be playing. Thousands? Thousands. thousands. Yeah. Okay, Dill. Good luck with that. So do we have a special SOE Live edition of What We Wish We Knew? Uh, we do, actually. Do you want to go first? Sure, I can go first. Okay. So um, what I wish I knew is I wish I knew I could get swag if I did crazy shit. Such as? I don't know, singing in a karaoke thing or doing some kind of a crazy skit. They're always giving away free stuff. Let me ask you, are you going to run up on stage and do a Chewbacca roar? I'm not going to, no. I'm I'm more of the sit at the table and order another drink. (laughs) Jack Bagal. Okay. Are you going to be uh, participating in doing crazy stuff to get swag, though? You know, I'll be honest, no. Uh, I'm not a swag kind of guy. What if they were giving away a video card or, you know, something really valuable? If they were giving away station cash, I'd push over an old woman into the gutter to get it that. Really? Absolutely. I'd, I'd knock down old people to get it that. And would you sing? Uh, sure. Really? Yeah. Uh, I, I listen. I think I sing beautifully. Really? I, I think I should sing solo. See, solo, we can't hear you. My voice may not be so marvelous, but my profile is out of this world. I think I'm gonna have to make maybe take you up on that. I think you would actually wear a kilt. You almost did wear a kilt. Uh, I think, Gally, over the years you've learned I have absolutely no shame, right? No, you have no. You have no shame. I'll do anything for a dollar. That's true. Yes, you will. So I can count on you singing in the karaoke contest if there's swag to be had. Uh, yeah, but I do have I do have rules though when it comes oh, to that sort of stuff. Really? What yeah. are the rules? I only do Neil Diamond. And why? It's just the way I am. <laughs> I have shame for certain <laughs> things. <laughs> Neil, Di- Neil Diamond, absolutely. Reaching out, touching me, touching you. Sweet Caroline, good times never seem so good. Okay, so what do you wish you knew, Del? Uh, I got to be honest, I, I, I kind of took a cop out on this, and it's a little bit cliche, but I think it is very true. And I, I remember my very first fanfare. I was somewhat, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Timid, maybe? Yes. Um, kind of a wallflower? Yes. Uh, and you can't be. You don't want to be. Don't be afraid to stick your hand out and, and say, hi, I'm so-and-so. But you uh, know what? I got to tell you, I am still that every year. Even though we talk about this, mm-hmm. I've gone, well, I shouldn't say every year. I've gone, I've only gone twice. It feels like longer. I guess I've only gone twice. I am um, I am like a total wallflower. It it is very hard to stick out your hand and say hi. Right, but you should. You you should. Mm-hmm. You know, if you have a question, and you want to talk to a developer. You know, approach them. They are very approachable. They want to talk to people. Yeah. Uh, if you have a question, you've if you've and you've flown five thousand miles, and you want to ask when can we sit in chairs, get up to the <laughs> microphone and ask. Right. Yeah. You want to know when we're getting beast lords? Get up and ask. Yeah. You know, don't be afraid. You came all this way. Uh, 
don't sit in your hotel room, I guess, is the thing, right? Yeah, yeah. No, you're totally right. If you want to order dresses for the ladies. Absolutely, absolutely. So uh, don't, be, don't be afraid to stick your hand out and say, hi, I'm so-and-so, and I yeah. play this. Everybody is there for the same thing, to have a good time and talk about SOE games, whether it be Planetside, whether it be EverQuest 2, whether it be uh, Free Realms, right? Yeah. They're all there for the same thing, and everybody's played it all. And even if you don't play it, I remember standing in the drink line, which was moving as slow as the DMV. <laughs> and I was next to two Planetside guys, and they oh, were just okay. going on and on about it. And I'm like, wow, that's kind of cool. I'm a horrible first-person shooter. It's not the game for me. But just listening to them talk about what they were excited about got me excited about it. I uh, still haven't played it, but you know what? It was good to listen to other people and to meet other people and, and to, to shake their hands and meet them and that sort of stuff. Yeah, I I, uh, I have a couple of tips. Um, well, Planetside, I have an experience. I think I mentioned this some time ago. My very first fanfare, the very first random person I met was from planet side and he was a little scary <laughs> a little scary but it was fun it was fun to meet somebody from another game and it was you know a bar full of people from various SOE games and it was so cool it was cool to just be sitting around in a bar and you look around and everybody in the room is playing is playing video games basically and you could go up and talk to anybody and you have something in common with them um so my one tip i guess would be to uh if you're shy which i am is elevators is actually a really good place because to meet people because there are only so many people who can fit in the elevator so your audience is limited and so you know you only have to meet one or two people at a time and it's nice and you know limited and and safe it's cool and intimate okay <laughs> Okay, I just you don't like elevators. No, I'm just picturing Allie hanging out the elevator bank, no, asking no, no, people no, no. as they no. uh, go up and down on the elevators. Now you're making me sound creepy again. Yeah, that is true. I, I'm talking about. No, you make a very good point. But anywhere, you be it in line for food, yeah. you know, waiting for a panel to start, yeah. you know, there's always an opportunity to talk to someone. What's nice about your elevator idea, though, is if it's going south, at some point, oh, this is my floor, and you get yes, out, right? Exactly. I mean, so there is an out if it's right. going going there's horribly a bad. To an elevator, yes. Right, right. So we have an Are You Smarter Than a Delmon? Yes, we do. Do we? We do. Is it an SOE Live Edition one? It is. It's a very special one. You don't get a choice this time, unfortunately, but you do get to choose between normal or challenge. I'm going to go challenge mode. You haven't heard the category yet, okay. though. I'm so confident in it. I'll... Uh, well, there's only one choice, so there's. It's not as if you have much choice. But okay. the category is SOE Live from Las Vegas. It's Saturday night. Okay. All right, I'm going challenge mode. I like this. Sounds okay. like the intro to uh, to, oh. to the NBC show. Wow, you're you're really really on the ball tonight, Dell. I am. I am. I'm ready. Hit me. Well, challenge mode is you have to win all six questions. There are six questions. Okay. You have to win them all. All right. The first one is actually hard. There are ten games represented at SWE Live. Name them all. Planet Side Two. DCUO, EverQuest, EverQuest 2, EverQuest Next, Free Realms, Clone Wars Adventures, Legends of Norath, Pox Nora. I'm at nine and I'm stuck. And you named one too many already. Planet Side, the original. That's ten. 
but that's wrong. So you need to go back and get two more because two of them that you said are not. You're already failing. Um, don't fail. Don't fail, Dell. You know this. I was going to say Star Wars Galaxies, but I knew that would make people unhappy. <laughs> uh, the Dragon's Prophet. Yes. And that other game that gets forgotten a lot. That other game that went free to play. Vanguard. Saga yes. Heroes. Oh, my goodness. You got it. Yay. Which ones didn't actually count? EverQuest Next doesn't count. Okay. Uh, because it doesn't have an official logo yet on the website, so I didn't count it. Okay. That's Allie's rules. All right. But I'm giving you credit for that because you said all the right answers. Number two, what year was the last time SOE Live or Fanfare was held in a city other than Las Vegas, and what city was it? I want to say 2007, and I want to say the city of Atlanta. Uh, Is that your final answer? No. How about 2008 in Atlanta? How about if you subtract instead of add a year? 2006, Atlanta. Yes. Okay. That is correct. <laughs> I knew I had the Atlanta. The years, yes, they all blur together. I know, I know. I knew 2006 because I was there. Okay. That was my first fanfare. That was when all I was all, you know, sparkly-eyed and... You were a vampire? I ran into, it was so exciting. I ran into um, Scott Hartsman out for a smoke break. <laughs> I totally was like, hey, what about this? See? And the, the people I was with were, well, how come when I'm doing evil, I can't do evil city writs with my good friends. We can't do the same writs because we have different writs. This isn't fair. And he was like, hey, you're right. Good point. That's cool. Okay. Number three. Who is the star of the featured adult show at the hotel where SOE Live is being held? Holly Madison. Um, that is the name of the character. What is the name of the star? What's her name? The real name of the person who is the girl. I don't know. The human being. I don't know. I thought her name really? was, I thought her name was Holly Madison. That's the character. Okay. Like that's the character in the show. The the girl, the actual girl. Okay. You don't know who that is? No, I don't. But I give you credit for Holly Madison. I'm going to give you credit for that. Okay. So I give you credit for that. It's Peep Show is the name of the show. Right. And the star is Coco Austin. That's Ice-T's wife. Oh. Holly Madison used to do the show. I guess she's moved on. And now Coco has replaced her. Okay. Coco, yeah, with the, yeah. Okay. Wow. I'm I'm embarrassed that I wasn't up to speed on my (laughs) Peep Show. I'm sorry. No problem. Of all things, that I didn't know. Okay. I remembered Clone Wars Adventures, but I couldn't remember who's starring in Peep Show. <laughs> okay. Well, she's pretty buxom. That she is. She's very buxom. Up top and in back, too. She is extremely buxom. I will give her that. I will give her 100%. Like, you know, like um, the cartoon, you know, eyes popping out. Mm-hmm. That's what happens when boing, you boing, look boing, 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 boing. Pretty much. Yeah, she's very buxom. Okay. Number four, tell me one thing about the host of SOE Live, Brass's co-host. Mark Tuttle. He is the brand manager, I believe, for the trading card games. Okay, that's one thing. Very good. Well, he's executive producer, I believe, of 
something, but that's fine. He was the brand manager. Okay. But does trading card games, yes. Yep. And of those trading card games, mm-hmm. there are many, 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 many. He's done many things. That whole uh, Free Realms thing. Free Realms trading card game. Yes, which you and, I, you and I are very, very friendly with the Free Realms. Yes, yes. Are you going to be bringing your Free Realms cards, Del? Uh, I could, sure. I'm not so sure. Really? Okay, I won't bring them. No, I'll bring them. If right. you're going to bring them, are we going to play? I don't know. Will we? I don't know if we'll have time. Let's. You know what? I'll bring them. Okay. Anyway. And l- let me say, too, and I'm sure podcast don't... listeners are excited to know what's going in Allie's suitcase. Next question. Sorry. Number five. What is the name of the pool? The pleasure the... pool. <laughs> that I know. Oh, I was going to say, what is the name of the pool where the, where the pool party will take place? And you were correct. It is the pleasure pool. Hello. And you take the elevator to the sixth floor, by the way. <laughs> Even better. <laughs> there's, a, there's a joke in there somewhere, but okay. Uh, probably. Uh, and finally, number six, mm-hmm. when and where is the podcast panel? And here's a hint, Del. I already said it in this <laughs> it, podcast. Yeah, it moved. Uh, <laughs> hold on. I got my notes here because I'm... Uh, the podcasting, it's just like voice chat, except the whole internet is listening, uh, is three to four on Friday in room sunset number two. As of now, please As of check now. your schedule in case you are interested in going for the scavenger hunt. Uh, who's going to be on that panel? Oh, I think Delmon might be on that That's panel. Right. That's why it's so significant. <laughs> so guess what, Del? Did I win? You won. Did I win challenge mode? You won challenge mode. Yay me. Yay, Delmon. My little blinking light is going off there on the top of my uh, my slot Pro- machine right now. Uh, your and propeller all those coins head. are pointing, pouring out now. Your propeller Yay. head? Yes. That's okay. All right. So, then, Allie, do we have anything else for this episode number, what number is this? 67. 67. Wow, the new retirement age episode mm-hmm. of the EQ2 Talk podcast, the pre-SOE Live edition. I think that pretty much wraps it up. So then let's say thank you to everybody who took the time to download the podcast. We sure do hope that you enjoyed it. And let's also say thank you, Allie, to this week's corporate sponsor, the Eastman Kodak Company. You press the button and we do the rest, Allie. Uh, okay. I got a lot of buttons. No, wait, no, don't say that. Okay. And don't forget you, because of the EQ2 talk scavenger hunt, you're going to be using your Eastman Kodak technologies to take these photos. Oh my goodness. You're going to have some editing to do Dell. If folks want to get in touch with us, Allie, how can they do that? Well, they can email us. You can reach me at Allie at EQ2talk. Dot com. You can reach me. I'm Delmon at EQ2Talk.com. You can reach us in game. I'm EQ2.unrest.alicious, A-L-I-S-C-I-O-U-S. And I'm EQ2.unrest.delmon, D-E-L-L-M-O-N. You can join our in-game chat channel, which is EQ2.unrest.eq2talk. You can also check us out there over on the Facebook, where we are Facebook.com slash EQ2Talk. Or you can follow the show on Twitter at EQ2Talk, but also for fanfare, well, I should say, so we live, we will be tweeting 
You can follow me at Alicious, A-L-I-S-C-I-O-U-S. And I'm at Delmon EQ2, all one word, where we'll be live tweeting from the show floor. So if you want all our snarky comments, what we've been up to, and who I just photobombed, <laughs> follow us. So, hey, Del, we should have something that listeners can tell us at SOE Live to let us know they're listening to the show. Sure. Let's give them a super secret safe word to identify themselves by. Oh, cool. Okay. So maybe for you, they come up and tell you, hey, I listen to your podcast and I am smarter than a Delmon. And I think for you to identify themselves, they should say, I listen to your podcast and Allie, why don't we still have theme music? I hope everybody will join us again for episode number 68 when we review what happened at SOE Live. And Allie, I'll see you in Vegas at Planet Hollywood in a couple of days. And say happy birthday, Allie. Happy birthday, Allie. I can't wait for uh, Saved by the Bell. I'm really excited. I was just going to say something but i've now since forgotten what i was gonna say must not have been that important were you were you saving private ryan's <laughs> you mean ryan's privates let me try that again let me try that all over again. <laughs> no you gotta leave it now you gotta leave <laughs> that was funny <laughs> oh, that was good leave it leave it This is why we make fun of French Canadians, Del. We want to say thank you also to the folks who emailed us. We certainly enjoyed those and read them. Yeah, yeah we read them. Yeah, I know. That was pretty dumbass, huh? <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, we read your email. Yeah. Thank you. So the next item that you have to uh, do for the... Well, email. <laughs>